Good afternoon, it's 2 o'clock, and you're listening to 91.7 KVRX-FM. This is Hassan and David's radio show. Pew-pew! Listening to the hip hop station. <laughs> and tonight, we're paying your bills. Pay yo bills. Hot 97.9, the beat. Mm. You heard it here first. M- Metro Boomin. <laughs> um, production. Okay. Um, um, I love how he said um. And yes, so, uh, we finish each other's ums. <laughs> for those of you listening, for the wow, I love hearing my voice in my ears. That's such a narcissistic thing to say, but you never, that's not an experience a lot of people have. Um, so, Hassan and I, because we're smart and cool, thought that. Okay, I. <laughs> thought that it would be fun. Myself. It would be fun to introduce a new concept oh, to this show. Down. Yeah, here, lift me up. Lift me up, baby. Uh, let me pull you up a bit. Um, <laughs> uh, turn me up a little. Turn me up on the on the left mic. Um, mm-hmm. So we thought it'd be fun to introduce a new concept to the show. Um, so our show will now be rebranded as Facts and Friends. Yeah. Um, wherein we host friends, and the point of the show is Hassan and I will both prepare. Two either, like, fun historical stories or, or modern stories with, like, 
interesting facts that you wouldn't know. For example, I have one coming up that I prepared about the Boston 1800s molasses flood that not a lot of people know about. Mm. Um, today's story is this on. You want to give a little, like a preamp, like just like tell them a little bit about it. My name is Malcolm Gladwell, oh my and God. I'll be looking at things <laughs> forgotten in history. Yeah, well, that's what we do now. Taking a different look, things, the stories, perhaps we could look at. We this just, wanna, we just want people to listen <laughs> to this show, yeah. and like we want to have cute banter, yeah. but it can't be all cute banter, you know? Because like Cause it's not cute. We're funny, stuff. but we're not that funny. Yeah. Okay. Also, I got a magazine feature today, and I'm I'm hype. Shout out, shouts out, uh, superhero mag. Mm. That's about it. That's all I have to okay. throw in there. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, basically, um, we're talking about. I guess stuff we've learned in class, stuff we've, like, found online. Any of those, like, cool, interesting things that you'd, like, wow. Like, maybe, I don't know, maybe people heard about it, but what we would assume that it seems a little under the radar, yeah. maybe. But c- interesting enough that you'd be, like, I learned something kind of Right, new. like, I want to I wanna listen to this. And, like, a more of a story than just us, like, you know, telling you yeah. a little tidbit. I'm going to try to also upload it onto, like, the Apple Podcast app um, or, like, those things so that y'all can listen to this like a podcast because we go the runtime of a normal podcast. Right. Okay. So, um, how about you kick us off? Um, okay. So, my fun story for today is not nearly as important or geopolitically substantial as Hassan's. No, but chill, chill. So, I have always been really interested in the weird floral print that is the paisley reminds of like 70s british yeah rock star and like, maybe i don't know like wears a bandana as a neck handkerchief and like i have paisley ties yeah i do too and it's like it's such a thing that has just kind of been like under the radar people just like i feel like a lot of this in terms of like gingham and like seersucker people just like wear these fabrics that have really interesting histories, but they don't really know anything about it. This is me as a textile apparel design hoe being like, I think it's interesting to learn about. Okay, regardless. Um, so the the basically how the Paisley started is it was in ancient Babylon, which goes back way further than like a lot of these prints that you would assume um, are just like some dude in the 70s who created this. Um, and so basically what it is, is its base uh it's it's um going back to what's called yazd or, or origins and they weaved this like traditional fabric called terme it, tell me if i'm pronouncing this correctly uh, dude, i don't you're know you're a resident um <laughs> yes <laughs> pronunciation yes. expert you um, you have a little bit terme. of pigment in your skin yeah <laughs> terme a cloth made of silk and wool that was including silk and wool that's yeah. that's that's an interesting combination there right because silk was super hard to acquire especially in ancient babylon yeah and and wool is just I mean, silk trade. I mean, it's just interesting because one seems so light and right. like airy in a way, and, uh, and soft. Because I think heavy the in my silk opinion. was the one that made the actual paisley, and then the wool made kind of like you know, on a tie, there's like the background, and then yeah, it's usually a wool tie, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and so it was a cloth made of silk and wool that essentially formed either in ancient Babylon. There's like uh, conflicting ideals, but it's either ancient Babylon or Persia from 200 to 650 BC uh, AD, and. Um, it was kind of created as a symbol that described something of like a teardrop or a kidney, but the symbol was called a bote. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that either, but it's basically a, a teardrop or a kidney. That's that's interesting. That's what it's supposed to so look like. That's where its origins are from. Yeah, right. But in reality, it's a visual combination of the spray of a floral element of a cypress tree. So it's supposed to be like representative oh, of a cypress. So like when they pollinate, you know, and like, yeah. like shoot, you've yeah. seen the slow-mo vids, they, they're really cool. Yeah, they um, like explode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then what's interesting is a lot of people don't realize that that kind of same kidney shape is super similar to the yin-yang. And so it's like literally every continent has had the paisley, which I find super interesting. Kind of like, you remember that meme we were talking about where those kids who draw like the Superman S's where you do three yeah. lines, three lines. That appears in like every culture with every like youth huh. on every continent. It's like who came up with this and how did it, it's, they spread like diseases, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the rats. And then what, I, I think it's interesting because it's like such a cool, weird shape and then it kind of alongside of that tracks the progression of textiles so um 
The creation of the first programmable textile printing machines uh, basically decreased things like child labor. When was that? Like 1850s or something? No, it was a little bit earlier. It was, I think, like 17th century. Okay. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. The fans can fact check me. But um, also a fun fact for my history. So I was saying how it ended up on every continent. In Russia, they called it a cucumber because classic Russian Kumba. people love... Cu- right. Shouts, <laughs> shouts out to our old show about cucumber. Our old guest. Um, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, so basically they all had it. But then where the word paisley comes from, which yep. I thought was interesting, that is, interesting. is <laughs> there were these huge shawl productions in Paisley, Scotland, and the pattern was like so popular coming out of that air, uh, region of Scotland that they they just started calling it a paisley, and so it lost all of its like historical relevance to like Persia or Babylon or China in terms of the yin yang, and it, it was just like reappropriated by this like Western Scottish society. Um, and so, long story short, it kind of like died off around the 17th century when it was. After it became popular, and then weirdly enough, in the 1960s, it like blew up in the fashion world, and everyone was wearing paisleys, and like musical artist influences would would put them in boutiques and magazines, and people. I think like the the list of like super famous people who like rocked the paisleys were the Beatles, Rolling Stones, Jimi Hendrix, the Kinks, the Who, and like it's weird how they all kind of at the same time found the paisley again. Oh, yeah. and a lot of those people were British. So yeah, I, I always had that like association of like the British for some reason with paisleys. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've yeah. seen it like that in my mind. Yeah, I just think of like those paisley shirts, like a lot of those like sixties, seventies ish. Like kind yeah, of they called it the peacock revolution hmm. because everyone looked like <laughs> like a peacock. That's how people dressed. Which I, I think look, so I'll cool. see it sometimes at like uh, mostly like large higher end department stores I'll see this like like those Ted Baker shirts maybe mm-hmm. like at like mm-hmm. Nordstrom or like Neiman you'll, you'll see those like paisleys and like kind of like almost like a, sh- a shinier like you know finish yeah. um, it's like really silky yeah and I can imagine that's like a like a guy who's maybe in his 50s like you know wearing it with yeah. his chest a little yeah. open you know kind of like night on the town you know yeah. it went from cool to old school real quick i think it's like definitely i I, people could rock it i think that you have to like run the like risk of looking like a grandpa and like not even in a cool way no but like a like a wow that's outdated yeah yeah like i I wore paisley tie once and it kind of does give you that look like i borrowed this from my dad look you know well the thing is you have to like i have a paisley tie i actually love and it's uh kill me it's from oh no it's not vineyard vines it's brooks brothers and it has like little bitty paisleys and they're really beautifully spaced out and the the black is like the back is completely navy. I I thought it was gonna be vineyard vines and that's why uh, I don't okay. I hate vineyard vines. I don't like vineyard vines. And some of the paces, if you look closely, are little whales. <laughs> so so it's like it's one of those things where it's kind of like it's it's a conversation piece, you know. Yeah, um, this shows that uh, uh, you know. Yes, I take my job seriously, wait, but actually, I do have a little bit of personality. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took a photo of y'all can't see it because. This isn't a radio show, or this isn't a TV show. See, oh, it's that time. I've seen you wear that yeah. before. Yeah, and this is it's Trevor good, wearing it's it. Good, it's a good time. Wait, like let me it. show you your picture I took from this party. Hassan looked so cute. That's on film, baby. Oh I'll text God. it to you. That is, yeah, my That's hair looks different bio. in every single picture. It really does. Um, Honestly, me though. The Chelsea boots. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what's to do with Chelsea boots? Oh, guess what I saw on the way here? Shouts out Stuart Schweinfurt. Oh, no. Yeah, he was really sweet. He smiled at me. He has a gorgeous smile. Oh, he has that, like, yeah. Like his, like... Closed mouth. Like eyes kind of, like, little gl- glare, yeah. just glossy, you know? Yeah. Soft, soft smile. He's, he's, he's masked with a soft smile. He really has. That's so, since this is our first iteration, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to wrap up with basically just, like, kind of what the Paisley became after this kind of, like... Yeah, what would you say it's kind of uses now, in a way? Is it is there a revival for the Paisleys? I don't think so. I no. think that it will remain kind of one of those weird historical pieces that came back um in a lot of ways like it reminds floral me, yeah. like floral came back 2012 to 2014 and it's not really super in right now but it's just sometimes people will refine something hate ashbury was also really important in the revival of the paisley because like all those hippies who smoked weed all day just like they for some reason they really gravitated towards the paisley i'm not really sure i why. think paisleys and i think flared pants yeah like bell bottoms, maybe even. Um, 
You know what I also think of, like, the 70s? Like, you know, like, a lot of people wore those really thick brown and brown. Yes, yeah. And then even, like, the corduroys that were really, really yes. fat corduroys. Yes. They brown, sell those but, at yeah. Urban, and they're way too expensive. I think of <laughs> Halle Berry from Cloud Atlas. Do you I remember? never saw that movie. It's it's, it's a long movie. It's it's pretty good. Shout it's, out Halle some people Berry, don't like though. it. Um, goddess. But, yeah, like, that 70s, like, cool, hip writer circle aesthetic, yeah. you know? like yeah. Of, like, they got their, their clothes from their grandparents, and... It's honestly, it's it's kind of that same. I feel like fashion fluctuates between ultra tryhard. Everyone's trying to look like they only buy Dior and Versace everything, or it's kind of like this self. It's like a semblance of just random pieces yeah. that's like they're yeah. so randomly put together that you can't tell if it's fashionable yeah. or it's just like a hodgepodge that yeah. because they're so unique. And I'm almost, like, kind of yeah. rare yeah. that you're, like, you have to, like, comment on it because it's so weird. Yeah. And you're not sure if it p- puts together, but then it's kind of its own art, you know? Yeah. I think it's the difference between London fashion and Paris fashion. Like, Paris fashion is all about, oh, I bought this really beautiful coat, and it's, like, YSL, and it's just mm-hmm. gorgeous, and I look amazing in it. Whereas London fashion is, like, really, like, making fun of yourself in the sense that, like, that's who hopped on that ugly sneaker trend immediately uh-huh. was like the people who like are in brick lane and like are these art students who like there, there there has to be a bit of like comedy about it and i feel like that's kind of where the paisley came back in into fashion is because mm-hmm. like that's where mick jagger and like the beatles kind of like gravitated we're in those like cool london circles where people like didn't take themselves seriously mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like those little glasses have you seen those that kind of came back they're for like a minute? the 90s yeah kind of they're almost. like really ugly and they're like little slivers not the cloud goggles yeah, i think but of like, 90s yeah i think of 90s and convertibles with yeah you know that kind of look yeah and it's like they come by really quick and obviously like the cultural importance of the paisley will never go away because you'll have like persian rugs with paisleys all over them yeah or you'll have like just like, I don't know, beautiful shawls from the Middle East with Paisley's. But I just think it's cool how every culture kind of claims it as their own. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, you brought up, like, the difference between Paris fashion and London fashion. And mm-hmm. as someone who's, like, kind of, like, uh, you know, I don't really know too much about that. Like, what are the major scenes? Like, so I know, like, Milan is very well known yeah. for, like, the fashion scene. Uh, I'd assume, like, a place like Hong Kong or where's like, the epicenter of, like, the Asian fashion scene? I would say Japan is a huge so like anywhere Japan has definitely like, you know like, anywhere yeah. where great design schools are located so where would those be like Tokyo I'm guessing or? yeah Tokyo has like what yeah. are the the hubs I guess like there's like the three or four cities of the world yeah, maybe so really it's Milan London Paris New York New York's the only one in the US I assume does so not, does not no um, and then there's uh, in Amsterdam um in like Belgium, there's. I think of those as like second tier almost. In, but in. Amsterdam has produced, or Belgium has produced. I think I, Mason Margiela came out of the Netherlands, hmm. and so did Raph Simmons. And so wait, let me let me. Because people think Italian, people yeah. think French, because those are like the major houses, like Dior, Chanel. Right. You know, you you have like <clears throat> YSL. So yeah, I think I think that those two are like very much seen as like the. The fashion centers, almost. Yeah, like Dutch designers, not not so much Dutch, but um, in Tokyo you have like Rei Kawakubo, who's a living legend. Um, here, give me one sec. Let me look up where. Um, just so I'm not off. I don't want to be wrong on the air. Yeah, yeah. Mason Margiela is from Belgium. Um, and so that's a hub, but it's, it, all, it is kind of second tier in terms of, like, global, you know? It's not like... It, I would compare it, I guess, to L.A. Okay. L.A. does not have a fashion scene at all. I don't... I don't yeah. I, I was in an Uber with this dude on the way back from um, Bergstrom, and I said that... Because he was, like, a sports guy, and he w- I was like, yeah, I, I want to be in fashion. And he was like, oh, so you're, like, going to go out to L.A., huh? <laughs> and I was like, yep. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's it. That's where I'm going. Um, so you're going out to uh, what's it called uh, Mobile Alabama Mobile yeah, Alabama Mobi- you remember when Ka- on that Kanye album when she's like hey Kanye I'm from Mobile Alabama and since I've listened to this workout tape I can date outside the family do you, do you remember that no it's from uh, I think late registration it's huh. Kanye's new workout play. can we play that because that's old enough that 
I don't know. We'll see. It's but, educational. We might be able to. And on that note, let's go commercial. We're going to thank our, our our host here, uh, David Spector, for thank you uh, that wonderful uh, visit, presentation into the fashion world. And on that note, a word from our sponsors. Absolutely. Oh, also, Trevor sent me these. KVRX presents Local Live. Tune in to 91.7 every Sunday night at 10 o'clock for live performances from local and touring artists. You can also listen to Local Live by tapping into the stream at kvrx.org. Okay, let's see. I just got some new boots. Oh. Ah, ah. Hassan, where, where are you going to be doing on New Year's Eve? <laughs> so, okay, so funny enough, I uh, like I just bought this ticket because I'm going to Spain next semester. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw, like, after I purchased it that, like, I had a, a day layover in New York, which is cool. I mean, I don't mind, it's but whatever. it's kind of like, no I was, like, kind of wondering, I'm like, oh, dude, it's New Year's, it's going to be kind of expensive. Like, I'm not really sure. Like, I don't really know what I'm going to do. Like, I mean, I like New York, but it's just, like, it's cold, and I'd rather just get to my destination. Right. But I was texting David about my little uh, predicament, if you will. Turns out... His little expenditure of time. Turns out I'm going to be in New York! And I don't even know that, so... I just got the new belly truck! <laughs> so. Yeah, so we're going to hang out, because my friends are poor, and I'm not trying to spend money, and mm-hmm. we we can't afford those, like, expensive galas where it's like, oh, we're in New Year's Eve, and here's some cheese and wine. Like, we're just going to walk around and, like, experience the city. And probably... Um, well, we're underage, so we can't drink, but, like, maybe some of our overage friends will be, like, sporting a Four loco or, like, a, That's like right. a Limerita. But, like, not open, not open like, on the street because that's illegal. So, yeah, like, with a, with a paper bag. Paper bag. Classy. I like that. <laughs> Regardless, we're going to have so much fun. And I haven't told Herrick and Hooli yet, but I'm waiting for me, like, actually, like, talking to them later on the phone this week and I'll let them know that Hassan's going to be our fourth squad member it's going to be a fun 19 hours in New York should make a movie it's like Hassan 19 hours in New York Hassan only has 19 hours to get really litty (laughs) eight Michael Jen Vincent (laughs) I I refuse to pass a legislation that allows for more than five Michael Jen Vincent's per precinct Do you think you could hear the little Trevor thing? I don't know. Trevor maybe. sent me all these. Okay, you can go to song. Let's get a song. Love you all. Thanks for the, all the fans who listen. Last and first.
We're back. And that was uh, Eskimo Boy by <laughs> Strange Talk. It was. Okay. I, Trevor sent me lots of voice memos of him doing Let's like, play some of them. Moises, I want to hear I some. Lost them. I lost them except for the one of him going. Doo, 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 doo. Um, here, I'm going to say resend. I feel like um, those voice memos, like when the, if the world goes to like whatever, like you know, it goes to an end, and yeah. all you have left is like your phone, just yeah. a few voice memos. You just play those. I would just hear Trevor over and over again, like... remembering him. <laughs> <laughs> I see him like recording it, like you know, headphone on yeah. in the studio. It's like, it's like wait, 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 play that back. Uh, Trim me up a little. Play that ish back. I need to rehear my do do do. Um, wait, wait. I think he resent. Yep, there it is. Um, so fun fact: Trevor couldn't roll his R's. And Dang, that's so essential in so many languages. So essential. And Spanish, one day, Arabic. One day, <laughs> these are so sweet. One day, he just—I I think he was trying to say churro, churro, like churro, as the whites say—and um, he just got it. It just came to him, and I—that's so I was interesting. So not being able to roll your R's. Like, y'all don't understand how happy I was for him because there's so many rap songs that you need to just like hit like a little. You know? Yeah. Like, Men's Not Hot by Big Shaq. Yeah. Skitty beep pop pop. But it, but but Boom. Two plus two is four. <laughs> Men's Not Hot. Take um, off your jacket. Sorry. So, Hassan now has his portion that I'm really excited to hear. Because the, the fun thing about this is we don't coordinate with one another. So, when we're hearing each other's fun stories, this is, like, genuine interest and excitement. Because yeah, we haven't told. Like, he didn't know I was going to talk about Paisley's. I did not know about the Paisleys. So, okay, so holiday season's coming up. Uh, a lot of people are breaking flights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought it was, like, really interesting to kind of talk about how, like, um, like not only how, like, fares are, like, I guess, done, but also, right. like, how routes work and, like, kind of, like, what the future is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what's really interesting, I think, is... I guess this is so different from Paisley's. It's good. <laughs> it's good. We have a lot of, like, like differences. Okay, so basically there's, like... Um, there's like two models, I guess, for flights. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's this kind of like, there's two major companies that I guess that design airplanes and make airplanes. So you have Boeing, which American company, right. and Airbus, which is like a consortium of like different, like I think French, British, and like a couple other European um, liberals, basically. Is what yeah, you're like yep. uh, based like, technologies and companies, like kind of like as Airbus. Mm-hmm. Um, and so traditionally, what you've had is like. The way we've done flying is like so. Boeing has had this idea of like going point to point in a way. Mm-hmm. So like you go from your destination to your destination without having to connect, so right? Non-stop, so you, yeah, right. nonstop, direct. Like they think that's better. Um, whereas like for example, if you live in those like random small towns, like the idea is that like you know you fly to like a hub, <coughs> a hub and spoke. So you fly to like the the hub, mm-hmm. which would be like a big city like you know Dallas if you're in Atlanta. Austin, yeah, Atlanta, New York, and then from there you fly those like long distance routes. Um, and so, like, those two differing ideologies has, like, created two different types of planes. Mm-hmm. So Airbus comes out with, like, the A380, and these, like, massive planes, right? right? So the A380 is, like, that big double-decker that's, like, all the way through. Um, it's double-decker. So, like, you know, I think it's, like, 500 passengers maybe before her. It's, like, a lot of passengers. And you can, like, go upstairs? Yeah. Um, I've never I think downstairs one. is all coach, though. Okay. And then oh, I think, like, upstairs gross. would be, like... First class I and only yeah, first yeah. No, I'm joking. I really don't. <laughs> and business class, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, what's interesting is so, like, basically, what the A380 because it's so big, right? Like, in order for it to be cost effective, like, um, the most important thing in a lot of flying is like, well, obviously, fuel costs, but a lot of it, if you know, is like taxes, like, mm-hmm. uh, like runway taxes, like taxes for the gate, like all these different things, which are kind of like a fixed cost. Right. So, like, the more people you have on a flight, like effectively the cheaper it gets in that sense, right? Interesting. For these Airbus flights especially. So their idea is like, you know, like load up as many people as possible. But the problem is if you have like that big of a plane, sometimes it can be difficult. Yeah. So what they'll do is like a lot of those fares that you'll see happening will be like, you know, you have to basically connect through like New York or something like that. If you're gonna go on a long distance trip, right. like you'll get on one of those bigger planes for like, you know, but flying in through a smaller city into that like larger area. Mm-hmm. Which is nice for like the, I guess like the like the airline but like yeah. for the customer I don't know I personally find like with delays and like all the things it's that can happen hassle. yeah hey what's up um, it can be very difficult like you know uh, and so Boeing's idea is basically like you you get from your destination to your destination but the problem is it's very expensive so for example there's these ideas of these like long distance routes that are not that popular, so they're called like long and skinny routes. Interesting. And me as hell. Yeah, like skinny in the sense that like just like not as much traffic demand. Whereas like right. the, the A380s. So, like, will, what's like, an know, example of one? Of those um, routes? like Dublin to LA maybe or something like okay. that. You know, like yeah. or, or something like that. You know, so it's like, uh, 
just not as popular, but like still be convenient to have like a flight between the two. Mm-hmm. So Boeing came out with is a seven eight seven the Dreamliner, right. and so like there's been so much hype around this plane because like. Uh, the way it was, it's just like it's a lot smaller than a. It's like half the size, maybe than like compared to an A three eighty, but it's like made out of a lot of composite materials, so it's like mm-hmm. extremely light. Um, it's supposed to be like way more humid, so you don't feel nearly as like jet lagged. Is that what um, the American Airlines new fleet was? Were they Boeing? Uh, a lot of them. They'll buy. Uh, yeah, they'll have a lot of like those like seven three seven seven five seven stuff. So what it is, it's like a mid size long distance plane. You know, you have like the short ones, which yeah. are like you know go domestic trips, like the seven three sevens, and then you have, like the seven seven seven, which is like long distance. Like mm-hmm. when you think of like, you know, Dallas to Tokyo or something like that. You know, like so large. But again, the seven seven sevens, you have to like fill up a lot of people on them, right? Mm-hmm. So this seven eight seven, the Dreamliner, because it's like so light and it's like. Super, super, like, a fuel efficient, uh, and it's, like, there's so many other, like, you know, good perks about it. Basically, what you can do now is, like, they're creating all of these, like, new demands, or, like, new routes that are opening up between, like, all these, like, smaller, like, cities. So, like, like random, cool. like, you know, like, like maybe, like, a town in Connecticut, like, Hartford or something like that. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, not that big of a, like, a airport but can now fly airports. directly yeah, yeah, yeah. to Europe instead of connecting through, like, New York or something, right? Wait, that's amazing. Right. So, like, this is what's kind of changing, like, aviation in a way. Or... So, could you fly, um, hypothetically, like, Austin to Paris? Yeah, like, so those, like, that's the idea. The 787, like, the Dreamliner, wow. allows you to do that because you don't need to fill up so many people on the plane for it to be, like... So costly. Yeah, and it's a smaller plane, so it's easier to fill it up, and it doesn't like cost that much. Wow. But uh, how does fuel capacity work? So it it's, has it's like because it's composite, it's like super. So it's like normal planes are made like aluminium and stuff or yeah. aluminum. Yeah. Um, this is like, like made aluminium. out of like different like like carbon fiber and like different like parts. Like I so guess it's more that, expensive though. It can be, but it's also just like way lighter. Okay. So it's way more fuel Sorry. efficient in that sense, and like as a result, like. Like, less turbulence, like, there's just, it's better, like, in terms of, like, you have the bigger windows that are, like, controlled by electric panels, you know? Like, Wait, that's a thing. It, like, they, they, the automatic, the, the tinting is electric, so it's, like, way okay, more I interesting. I haven't flown on these fancy-schmancy ones in a minute. But, like, basically, the idea is that <laughs> Boeing this year has been doing insane in terms of, like, their stock price. Yeah. Like, the company as a whole has just been, like, really, like, they're one of the bigger companies in the Dow, and they've been, like, really pulling, like, the entire market up in a way. So it's been really interesting. Kind of, like, this is, like, I guess, like, what we're seeing now is, like, a more connected world, potentially, where, mm-hmm. like, you can, like, hop on from, like, random smaller places, you know? Like, right. Um, Do you think, though, that, that because they're more cost-effective, that it could decrease um, just, like, fares in general? Yeah, so that's the idea. Like, fares are going to potentially just, like, go down because, right. like, now, like, you don't need to, like service those like you know like more expensive routes in a way with like those taxes and all that stuff like you're just getting on directly yeah um, and plus what if you modified the whole fleet to be really light and composite and mm-hmm. then you would have to charge people less yeah it's a, it's i think it's interesting so we could pretend this is like you know it's been around for a couple of years and yeah. like it, it's like a lot of people are putting in orders mm-hmm. and i think that's gonna like really be like it's gonna be the biggest game changer coming forward that's wild yeah speaking of <laughs> Of hypothetical game changer though, how much time do we have? Uh, we have like th- oh yeah, we're thirty so minutes good. in the yeah. Um, so speaking of hypothetical game changer, we I watched a video yesterday about the A three the Airbus. What's it? The A three eighty, the large one. Yeah. yeah, and they're trying to innovate. I think Google had a head designer on one of their like phones that modulates do you see those you can put on like a projector you can put on like a speaker it's just like it modules out on the phone yeah the lead designer for that program has been hired on by airbus to design planes that are based off of the idea of cargo planes because cargo planes will switch out modulation so that they can carry different stuff oh yeah it's like if they have lots of small packages they'll have different interior modulations like and, little compartments, if right. you could think about it. Like, yeah. <clears throat> and so, what Airbus wants to do is basically make the entire plane open up sideways oh. and be able to put in like a restaurant or a coffee shop or a workspace. Like, it, it wants to eliminate the whole concept of like sitting in a plane for ten hours. That would be insane. Which would be yeah. wild. But the, the other thing is, you wouldn't have windows anymore because just because of like pressure and things like that. If it were yeah, the stress, up, the way it works, like windows, like yeah, you know, airplane windows used to be square back in the day, and people did not know like why these like uh, certain yeah. planes were crashing a lot and like having like their base exploding in air. Like three instances of that happened, but because there's squares, like the pressure builds up. No there's way. like stress on like the because the pressure difference yeah. between the cabin and like the outside, and the square shape does not allow for it to like flow well oh, around. Yeah. 
because and so it builds up on those little corners, which causes oh. like a b- crack in the plane. So that's why we have oval windows. I didn't realize. Yeah. That. And also, I guess that little hole that goes onto the outside. Yeah. That will fill up with like um, icy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's the scientific term. All <laughs> listeners, icy <laughs> stuff. Brought to you by Samsung and Shaq, which has been brought to you by Shaquille O'Neal, the mm. original. Yeah, icy hot. <laughs> <laughs> It gets the tough stains out. Icy Hot by Icy Stuff. Thank you for all of these great sponsors. They pay our bills. And Hassan and I go to school for free. Yep. So um, it's pretty wild. Wait, Angelique just said, um, I know you in the stew, but girl, is she listening right now? Text me. Angelique, are you listening? No, she didn't okay. Text clap me. once if you're listening. She said, What part of Bilo? Hassan, uh, where are those dorms? We're not in Bilo. Brothers? Yeah. We're in HSM. Uh, so I'm going to say, here, you take over. I'm right. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I guess like, uh, also as far as like fares go and like booking for this, uh, upcoming travel, like I've always found that booking on Tuesdays usually tends to be the cheapest. <clears throat> um, oh, I always fly Tuesdays. Yeah. And if you can like look sometimes, okay, this is like more risky cause like, mm-hmm. but if you like maybe you're flying like to Europe or something and if you like book a separate domestic trip here like from here like you know New York New York or here like you yeah. know DC or, or like Boston or something and then book a separate flight from there to uh, somewhere in Europe it's which it, hopefully won't happen anymore if Boeing gets on their ish yeah so like it could be potentially a lot cheaper yeah um, but the problem is like if you have to book through two different airlines like, if you miss one flight or like your luggage like something happens there's a delay right. you, you miss it like you're not you don't get that like you know same protection yeah. uh, but you know you could really bring down that price uh, I've also noticed that like like what you can do sometimes is like <coughs> like if you're I don't know like if you don't have plans you're lame like you know you fly on New Year's or like I'm Christmas fine on Day. Christmas. Uh, yeah. Uh, shouts out. I'm going to bring Toblerones for all those stewardesses. I'm going <laughs> to treat them really good. Toblerones? That's, that's a good move. Yeah. Toblerones are, like, my, like, childhood, like, little thing. Because I remember my dad would, like, come back from business trips or whatever. Yeah, like, he'd bring a like, Toblerone, like, and, like, I remember having those. I had a bad memory of Toblerones because my mom would get them to give to other people. And then your mans would, like, break into wherever she gets Dude, them. my mom would hide them too because <laughs> yeah. I would go savage yeah, I, would go, I would just like I would I would swerve everyone in the family Dude. to try to access the Tobes. It's like Kung Fu Panda when you just like climb to the top to get the cookies. It's literally how it's I learned me. all of my parkour skills. Yeah. You gotta jump up on the, on the counter so you could get to the Tobes. That's what we call them now. Tobes. Tobes. Yeah, so I was like um, at this co-op party and this dude he like he dude, hit kids don't do tubs. Dude, don't do tubs. They get you all effed up, bro. No, dude. dude. Seriously, seriously, like, dude. Like tubs? I was like so hammered from tubs last week. I was working for Everclear, and then I hit some tubs, and they fired me. So, dude, dude, that sucks, bro. Dude, I know, dude. Dude, maybe try the white tubs though. Dude, those are like the Hulk tubs, dude. I took. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we fit. Okay, so that was a good first try of that. Too bad Hassan has to leave next semester when we're finally on our edge. I could call in the entire time. Wait, I, I never even thought of that. Because I already... Yeah, You could tell... What time would it be now in... Well, Interesting. My watch will tell me. Wait, will it actually? Like, like, I have, like, two time zones on this watch. It's a smart watch. It's a hybrid watch. So Holy it, cow. It is right now 840... Is no, 940. Is that Yeah. Oh, my God. Hassan is on that technical... Wait. So you can control your. So it's basically Bluetooth. uh, It's tethered to your phone. Yeah. um, And on your phone, there's an app. So you could, like, there's three buttons on this watch, and you can assign different things for each button. Iconic. So, but, like, one of the buttons is just, like, switching modes. And so you could, like. So what happens is, like, you could see, if you get, like, a text message, like, the I can set it so that, like, the watch will display at a certain hour. So, like, if I get a text message, it'll go to six. What if you can't read analog watches? (laughs) <laughs> it goes to the bottom. <laughs> what if uh, what if you never learned to read time? That's real. That's okay. honestly real. What if you're literally illiterate? I mean, that's it, fine because you don't need. This is you just see the movements of the hands, you know. But um, I could like literally. So here's this one thing I could do, is I could press this button and then it like finds my iPhone sort of thing. Okay. But my roommate's uh, wake up alarm is like this the quack sound oh, on on the iPhone, and so it's like literally traumatic for me. Yep. Uh, whenever I hear quack. it. Quack. So when I first Quack. bought this iPhone, the, this watch, basically I could do is like from like a, it's Bluetooth, so like from like a far distance, I could just press this one button, and then it starts quacking. So I'll do that right now. Wait to it. I don't have my headphones in, but it's legendary. So what I did was I just you know I kept like leaving it in different rooms and like walking away, <laughs> and then it just kept going. But Stuart loved that. Yeah, it was a little bit of a. This is fun. Here, ready. 
Wait, what? Why isn't it working? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, this technology is really cool and beneficial, and AI is going to murder us all. Yeah, I don't know. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> wow, that was dope, Hassan. Uh, hold on, I think. Wait, he's got... I switched the preset, that's why. Sw- yeah, it was the time <laughs> preset. <laughs> yes! <laughs> wow, how did you do that? You did. Wait, wait, let me... Hey, bottom one. Okay, so say you want to look at a different... This, this must... Yeah, that's lit. Yeah. This must be the most boring stuff for people who can't see what we're doing, but say you wanted to look at, like, Spain time. Yeah, so like, you would assign two time zones. El tiempo en Madrid. Yeah, so... So what do you do? You, so this is basically... You press this button. That goes to alert. So that the last person who texts me, I assign them to a six. So, Iconic. So I know that, like... Uh, Someone then, did text you, is what yeah. you know. And then the date, it goes to the date. So it's, like, the 20... That's really smart, whoever came up with this. And then... Time two, which is I put London time, so it's one hour behind Spain. Right. Or, yeah. yeah. So, so it what shows... time is it in London? I couldn't see because you can't read analog. Uh, no, I totally can't. It changed again. Okay. <laughs> it's eight forty, whatever it is now. I can totally read analog. All my watches were in analog. I actually lost my. Um... I lost a other. So the reason I bought this is I lost my other watch in my apartment. Some a fossil. Yeah, the other one. So oh, then I just walked around that. about Friday, and I didn't intend to buy a watch. Yeah. But then, like the guy was like it's talking gorgeous. about all these gadgets, and I was like, you know, I don't know if I actually use them. Yeah. It's like it seems so gimmicky in yeah. a way. But, but this one is devoid of all gimmick. Well, yeah, no. So the the reason why I like it is because it looks like a normal watch. Yeah. You you can't tell, and yeah. then so it has a, some functionality. But it's smart, just like me. Like I look like a normal boy, but like you don't know that I'm. Smart. Oh I look like a normal <laughs> girl. I'm actually wasabi, wasabi woman. woman. <laughs> uh, kick on me, sit on me. Hit why on are you me. trying to stop me? <laughs> you guys watch Wasabi Woman it's a, uh, on YouTube. Uh, not a call to action. Don't buy any of her ish. Don't uh, buy she the merchandise. Has t-shirts and whatnot. Wasabi Woman style. I look, I look like a normal girl. I'm actually a superhero. It's really good. It's, it's really so good. Sweet. It's just like a it's a ASL like presentation that she did for her ESL, class. ESL, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ESL. <laughs> <laughs> ESL. English as a second language. Um, wait, can I play a song? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hand me that. MF Ogs, boy. Oh, their their new fashion uh, fall collection, MS Ogs. <laughs> so great. Oh, yeah. I just, like, really love how... Um, when the garbage bag was worn by that one VS model. Ugh. Okay. Don't make fun of... Did you, did you watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show this week? I hate Victoria's Secret. So, no, I did not. Oh, the hot take. Mm. Um, I just think that they're, like, super non-innovative, and the only people... Dude, that- when they came out with a push-up bra that time when volume two yeah i don't wild. know why you said they're not in it like that's well, just not true i just think that um, no i hope you take that back i hope victoria hears you okay wait i'm gonna play another dance hall song this right, one's called do i have i played tonga i've played all these songs is it on uh, you know what okay loki let's do to watch that kid here <laughs> You. What else? I'm you, chat. Man, to us, yeah. <laughs> you. I know, boy. Anyway, phone got the rhyme with corner. Will you come with me to my corner? I won't give you hard drive format. May was Cinebear 5 on that. <laughs> nice chick, may a chroma. Maybe do nice flick with my Kodak. Freeze, baby cheese. Oh gosh, Shebody, maybe boom to Kunka. By the way, a frost simple, Vida. Cause I decay say me shower revival. But not many more me than I'm team and try that. And eh, say my chill, I will vibe Swine, you better sabe six hours. Now me real, my big crash, I will 20 hours. Man, no, you didn't change hallmark. I grown quiet, my casa sad, but all because of Funga. 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 Because of Funga. 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 Because of Funga. Nice couple. We see cancel heading to the tri castle. What? Who boy until we can't cuddle? Chester Osha Calvin Klein, Mesha White. New workout plan, it's historical. Alright? This is an ad, so I'm just gonna scream over it. We can play this song because we were just referencing it and this is historical. And ladies, if you follow these instructions exactly, you might be able to pull you a rapper, an NBA player, man, at least a dude with a car. So first of all, we're going to work on the stomach. Nobody wants a little tight. 
and two and three and four and get them sit-ups right in. Tuck your tummy tight and do your crutches like this. Give, stop, breathe, get up, check your weave. Don't drop the pen and disrespect the weave. Pick up your center, disrespect your seat. It's a party tonight and oh, she's so excited. Tell me who's invited. You, your friends, and mine. What's scary to me? Look like Halle Berry to me, so excuse me, miss, I forgot your name. Thank you, God bless you, good night. It's been a week without me, and she feel weak without me. She wanna talk it out, but ain't nothing to talk about less. She talking about freaking out. When the jigger said, twist the said, get it wet. Oh, girl, your breath is harsh. Cover your mouth up like you got SARS. Off them tracks, yeah, I bought them cars. Still killing on 16 bars. We sweat into the oldies. We juke into a cold beat. Maybe one day, girl, we could go back to all your homies. Yeah, but I still mess with a big girl. That you ain't big, girl. I still hit, girl. One and you brought two friends. Okay, three more now. Hop in the bands, four door. Don't you two friends, not do that. It's been a week without me, and she feel weak without me. She wanna talk it out, but ain't nothing to talk about. Slight technical difficulties. We are back. Able to just, stay in this country. I've been deported. And, and, uh, yeah, no, that's not funny, Hassan. Uh, People deal with that on, the an, movie? on an everyday uh, level. Was it terminal? Have you seen the movie? Um, bu- 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 <laughs> Yeah. 
Now I'm down in Brooklyn, trying to be a I can make it here, I'm losing all trouble. Yes, I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Let me know where I can switch to an autumn. Now I'm about to say that I can't write it down if I want them. I'm just down in the crowd. I'm just getting on the floor. gorgeous right we sound we sound so pretty and with that on that on that bombshell it's time to end yeah wait Uh, it's 51 yeah so let's end so that we have time to like download this so the internet can hear us the internet i don't don't care about my youtube viewers i just only care about like uh the people online (laughs) anyway we had such a good show today i'm just gonna say about ourselves if i do say so myself yo what if we ended the show right now what if we ended the show right in the middle of this, On this mother party? effing dinner table? Uh. What if we just ended the show at the whole party? Oh. Will we be the life of the whole party? Shut down the whole party? Would everybody start ending their shows? What? Everybody's <laughs> out! Okay. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Tune in next week for more I, fun I facts. never say y'all. I'm going to take that I back. think I'm going to do the molasses <laughs> flood for next week. So tune in. It's a really interesting story. And it's kind of spooky. Spooky. Well, Halloween is just around the corner. <laughs> so that is very timely of you. That's right. All right. And with that, this has been Malcolm Gladwell, Revisionist History, where I visit things untouched in the past. Joe Wyatt. Oh, I'm still on the mic. You're off now, but you're still probably going to be heard through my mic. All right, peace out, guys. See you you tomorrow, and let's hope David makes it to L.A. so he can start his fashion career. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Pause it. Chill, we're still on the air. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure why this photo I got it from. Uh, Thanks,